0: You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women, no matter your age or your stage in life, to be the best versions of ourselves. So if you're single, married, mom, grandma, whatever, we can all come together under one tribe. But if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while we do it. So, ladies, today we're just gonna have a very fun, chill episode. We're gonna talk about a couple things. We're gonna talk about, you know, dealing with little ones during the pandemic. We're gonna talk about starting new ventures, new businesses, and just a nice little girl chat. And today, to do that, I am actually going to be talking with um, one of the really amazing moms that has been engaging so much with me on the podcast. We have had some laughs in our DMS and I said girl I just have to bring you into the front so welcome Angela thank you so much for being here today
1: thank you for having me it's a pleasure
0: <laughs> so of course we are dealing with this crazy pandemic and everything so the first question that I have for you I noticed that you have um, you know two. this is just super cute little boys well what have you been doing Um, to keep them busy, you know, during a pandemic.
1: So funny thing about my boys, they're naturally busy anyway. Mm. (laughs) They're always, they, they, they play well with each other. And the oldest has always been one he finds things to do. So it hasn't been a terrible struggle. However, being in the house all day, every day, I'm working remote and they're doing digital learning. So, okay. it started off okay but it began to take its toll Mm -hmm. but arts and crafts is our thing so I make them draw they have to draw something every day we have puzzles we really hacked into the game nights you know Hasbro and all that getting our board games and I think the biggest thing that's helped to keep them busy I really took you really take for granted going outside right Mm -hmm. you know and we weren't going outside as much and it was taking its toll you know we were I could see it in myself, I could see it in them. So every day it's like, okay, they have to get outside. So when they go in the morning, in the afternoon, if they're just out there walking around picking weeds or skateboarding or whatever, I make them go outside. And it's usually not too much of a push because they're like, mom, we're going outside every time they get a break between classes. So being outside and exploring new parks and just, you know, making it adventure. That's been a huge, huge help for them and just for their mental health and, you know, mine as well.
0: I agree with that 100% because, you know, being outside is something about being in nature. Even just like I was reading somewhere where when you stop and like look up at the blue sky, that in itself is like very calming and soothing, you know, and it is. And, you know, at first I think I was like, doing better about getting them outside but then maybe around three months ago i kind of started slacking and i started to see just like you said you start just getting easily agitated and you know it's just we're meant to get that that outside time so i've been trying to get it in yet yeah, we found some parks out here um you know that we've been taking them to nature hikes is a good one you know Like mm-hmm. getting out on the trail um so it's it's been fun it's been fun that way but for me it's been a little bit different too because i'm one of those people who before the pandemic i was the biggest busybody like always doing something every single weekend it's like we're going here we're going there like weekend was like a mini thing but i think the pandemic has taught me like hey, it's okay to like not go somewhere every weekend. I feel like yeah. I've gotten rest, but not rest because sometimes I stay up way too late, but it's a whole other story. But
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes, I do. <laughs> in theory, I'm not like in the car racing around. You know what I mean? It's just like, so now though, the challenge I think for all of us is like, okay, how do we, balance that how do we balance like okay we're able to be at home more which is you know can be less stressful and all that but at the same time don't stay in too much you know
1: right right yeah I think an important thing to add to that is just it's so easy when you're home to just sit and do nothing you know Mm -hmm. oh I'm gonna watch tv and then one episode leads to two and then three and then that's what I saw like the tendency was for me and it's like okay just because we're home mm-hmm. I still need to be doing something actively like as home does not equate to being lazy or just taking a like every day just rest rest or do nothing like I think in my mind mm-hmm. um I live in the Atlanta area so I was driving two two and a half hours to work <laughs> one way so by the time we got mm-hmm. home in the evening home was like rest don't call me don't text me I'm resting so got it. you know I related home to just doing nothing that was my recharge time so being home more I had to get myself out of that it's like okay you have to get up and move around you have to exercise you have to do something you know and Mm -hmm. that's just that was the connection that I noticed with my head and I think for them as well you know because they would be out school activities with family members you know and then when we got home that was time to rest and get ready for the next day so just kind of changing that perception of what being home is like
0: was a big thing i love that that is so true absolutely the truth so um you just started some new ventures um which i saw that was exciting there's a couple so you have a blog tell us about the blog
1: the blog okay so <laughs> i'm one of those people i'm the quietest chatty kathy you've ever met. <laughs> oh i like
0: that quiet i've
1: never heard that before <laughs> yeah i it's funny i have it's either one extreme or the other i'm either told oh my goodness you never talk you're so quiet and then it's like when you get me to talk and it's like okay angela chill out you, can you know
0: what i people have said the same thing to me but we vibe on a lot of stuff so i that's okay
1: It's just an introvert. It's like, I talk when I have something to say, but when I have something to say, you can't shit me. (laughs) (laughs) So I've always been one who was drawn to writing. I love writing in school. I've always been a reader and it was, writing has just always been a way that I could really express myself and uh, articulate things that otherwise vocally or just emotionally, I wasn't quite able to navigate, but I get a pen Mm. and a paper, things just flowed. You know that it's always been that way, mm-hmm. so I always had the idea. You know, you kind of think, oh, what if? Or I could do this, and then you like, no, I can't do that. That's for someone else. And so one day I was like, I just looked it up randomly. I think I was just googling how to start a blog, mm-hmm. and of course on Pinterest you get all this information. And I was yeah. like, is that easy? So up one night, the kid, I was up late one night after I put the kids to bed. I said, I'm just going to create an account and just Good look for at you. It. Good for you. And then, I said, Oh, this is kind of interesting. So I, long story short, I started writing and I'm like, man, this is in a way a little therapeutic. But what I wanted to do with the block, the same way I felt like maybe, you know, I'm, I'm a single parent, I'm divorced. So I'm always, I was working, I was doing so much and I didn't really have that time for me to be alone with my thoughts or just to have have a conversation that didn't revolve around working or providing or, hey, mm-hmm. activities for the kids. So I was like, you know, the blog would be a really cool place to connect with other women or other moms that are really, that kind of need that free space that mm-hmm. they're, you know, kind of looking for. Just like, oh my goodness, like, hey, it's okay if you feel this way. It's okay if yeah. you're struggling with this and just kind of that, you um, just that, that freedom of speech that they can have without that, the guilt, you know, and just like, Hey, we're figuring this out. And a big thing that I've been working on with the blog is not so much of, Hey, I'm this perfect parent. Cause I'm not, mm-hmm. but Hey, I'm, you can still be a good parent. You can still show up and continue to improve despite the things that you may be struggling with, you know? So that was kind of what I wanted to have transparency with just like, Hey, we're all, working on things we're all looking to improve and to grow but this is what the process looks like without the bells and whistles this is what i'm struggling Mm. with despite the pictures despite the smiles or just hey this is what it's like if you're going to have two kids if your kids are younger when yours get my age this may be some of the things that you deal with and don't feel bad about it you know don't Mm. feel guilty because You're tired some days or just because hey maybe i'm just deathly afraid that I don't know the decision that i'm making for my child is the right one, despite how much research I made so kind of those Mm -hmm. things. That as a mother you grapple with, but you feel alone, you know Mm. and it's not really Mm. a safe space all the time to share it with other people let's say online or even sometimes with family members because. You know family members are going to have one particular opinion but it's like hey this is my space Mm -hmm. to say what i want and if you read it you do if you don't then that's fine too
0: i love it i love it so basically to me it sounds like the main purpose and the goal behind your blog is it's a self-expression blog it's 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 we're part of your journey when we when we subscribe to your blog and it's a journey that most women can relate to you know um, so, uh, moms can relate. Women can relate. And um, I think that's so important to do, because like you said, it is so there, but writing is therapeutic, like getting yeah. what's in your head out, you know, and like you said, if sometimes you don't want to talk to somebody about it or, you know, whatever. But just getting it out. And then the people who will stumble upon it will probably really, really appreciate it, too. So kudos for starting that blog. I, when you stay <laughs> up you. sometimes late at night, I feel like those are when those great ideas come. And then
1: you Every time.
0: <laughs> go for it. You know what I mean? Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we will definitely um, be checking that out a little bit later in the episode. I'm going to go ahead and like pull up your blog. And we'll go through and, and share some things with everyone. But you know, you mentioned, you know, with your blog writing and everything that, you know, it's just things that you go through and everything like that. So have there been any challenges in your life that you're writing about specifically or anything like that?
1: So I won't say there's a particular challenge or challenges that I address in the blog. It's more so I guess the after effects of where I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned, I am a single parent, so that has its own host of challenges and, you know, um, obstacles each day. Um, I also have, I, you know, I, I, I excuse me, I'm divorced. So there are some things that I've had to navigate, kind of changing my perspective on things, changing, or just my life looking differently from the way I thought it would, you know, mm-hmm. and then I have two sons. So I realize that having sons and being in the situation that I'm in, I look at, things completely different. And it's like, wow. So I'm always kind of reshifting and navigating just to make sure that I'm making sure that they're well-rounded. As a young child, I I lost my biological mother at the age of seven to cancer. So growing up with that, you know, you think you're, I don't think that's something you ever really get over, Mm -hmm. honestly, you know. Mm It was one of those things where I, realized, I thought I was completely fine for the longest. And then in my 20s, like, as I became a mother myself, all these things began surging back because I'm thinking, of, oh my goodness, what was she doing at this time with, the yeah. ch- with her at my age and, or what was going on with her when she was my age. And I did have a mother in my life, you know, my father remarried and wonderful woman that's, you know, raised me and took care of me. And oh, nice. we have a wonderful relationship, but I just saw a lot of those things resurfacing and I didn't know how to grapple them. And it's almost like a guilt. It's like, What do I have to complain about? Like, you know, Mm. and so it was like that disconnect and kind of navigating the emotional connect that I had and then me coming to a woman of my own, but yet not disregarding the love and support that I have currently in my life. So that's kind of been the path that I've been going, those emotions that come with that. And sometimes there's some insecurities. There's fears that come along with that. Mm -hmm. You know, where I may feel like I'm less than or it's like, or you have that comparison game that us women tend to do. Mm -hmm. But I saw that coming up in different areas of my life. And I'm like, I'm not going to live like this. So it's been a constant journey to kind of weed those things out, not to suppress them, but just weed those things out that I noticed and say, okay, how can I use this feeling that I'm getting or this emotion? And let's turn it into a positive. So every what I for several of the blogs, what I would do is take a word, and I would define the word and kind of use it in a sentence and say, okay, this is how this shows up. Then kind of basically the whole blog would be around that word. So the most recent one that I did was on fear. So mm-hmm. I kind of talk about fear and how that shows up and things like that, and I related it to my most recent experience. But you know, just things like that, just little things that show up that keep popping their heads in your life, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say, okay. I want to work through these like i want to change my own narrative
0: wow that is incredible and the reason i have to say that to you is thank you so much for sharing that but when someone can say you know what these are the negative things that have happened that have happened in my life and say what can i do to change them not letting it continue to to affect your mood and affect your it's always going to be there you know what i mean but when you're able to step outside of yourself and realize i've got to take some active steps here to actually you know be happy and function the way you know that i want to function for myself for my family for my loved ones that's incredible and um in a similar vein like that, actually, um, my mother lost her mother at around that same age. Mm-hmm. And so I have like, a, and she and her, her father did remarry to very nice, it was the only grandmother I know, you know, okay. and it, I can see now, you know, things that my mother went through when I was a child, I didn't understand, but it's something about when you have that child it uh-huh. just it brings back a lot of traumas that happen in your life for some reason yeah. at least that was my experience like the first no, time sure. I had my baby it was like I was just everything bad that had ever happened to me just was right back up at the surface and I'm going this is supposed to be a happy time you know right. what is going on here so but but then it also helps us to like Put it in perspective and be like okay how do i grow from this how do i yes. how do i channel this into something else and i think it's beautiful that you're you know one of your avenues of doing that is your blog and it's helping you it helps other people as well that's just kudos you know
1: thank you thank you yeah it's i definitely want it to just be something because i think you know what i found is that when i look you know online i see this image of perfection, and I don't mind it. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm good for a good airbrush picture. I'm going to put my makeup on before I get on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm even going to edit a photo if I want to, if I don't like the angle <laughs> that I'm taking at the beach. Truth, I mean, it's just, told. Hey, Truth let's, be told. Truth I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> However, there's a thing between kind of polishing it up and then you can kind of see where this image of perfection is so far that it makes you feel inadequate. And you're like, Yeah, why am I not doing that? How come I can't cook this three course meal every night of the week and after work and, you know, just stuff that really has nothing to do with anything, but you start to measure your worth as a woman or as a mother. And it's like, okay, I have to do this. I got to do this activity with my kids. And it's like, girl, nobody has time for that. (laughs) Like, I'm not doing that. My kids aren't even interested in that. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, let's, let's change this. Let's find why is, why aren't more people allowing women to talk about what mothering is really like? you know why is it such a hush hush thing to say you know what my child was getting on my nerves today I let them watch the tablet for 3
0: hours yeah and it ha- I it gave them way more
1: that. screen time than I should have and I don't want to feel bad about it like I got a nap I got a hot bath to that.
0: <laughs> that is the absolute truth. You have to do it. You know, you have to do it and that's the real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like and I think that that's okay because a mother, I think just the fact that we acknowledge the fact like, "Oh, I let them have too much screen time today." That in itself says that we're aware. We're consciously consciously aware and we're trying to always put our best foot forward as mothers. And I think we forget that. And recently, I don't know if it's the pandemic or what, but I've had like tons of mom go And before. I really didn't have have my guilt, guilt too much because I just felt like, oh, I'm I'm working so hard. I'm, yeah, whatever. But it's been a, a booty kicker, you know. It's like, oh, I'm not doing a good job. But I think for me, a lot of that has stemmed from the fact that there were some disconnects in my family as a child. And so for me, I became almost consumed with this idea of I have to do it perfect. I want to do my family better. And so yes. I became this, like perfect (sighs) uh, uh, you know everything's uh, uh, too much you know i was wearing myself out wearing myself completely out you know yeah
1: yeah it's exhausting it's
0: it's it's, it can really get to be too much so thank you for the reality check you know it's just like (laughs) look we sometimes and especially now these are these are different circumstances like we're in more and everything the kids are gonna be the kids are so resilient especially if they have a sibling like they're so good like it's the parent like we're the ones who are like oh but they're they're like we're fine so yeah really (laughs) they they playing you know they like this is a vacation or something you know i mean mine are so little they don't really know like especially my little she's a toddler i mean she's got no clue long as she got a hot meal and some loving hugs and kisses and my other one and she didn't even start kindergarten yet before the pandemic. so girl so um but anywho this is a great conversation that we're having and i think that it's so important for women to have conversations like these and for women from all walks of life and age groups to be you know in these types of conversations and i think there's so many things that you've shared that would be beneficial to like a teenage girl, you know, because these are things that they might be going through now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what advice would you have to give to a teenage girl?
1: So I just want to frame this before I answer the question. <laughs> I literally, you know, my sister and I were having this conversation. I kid you not a week ago. And I was oh. like, man, like I would love to one day, of course, post pandemic, but like, I can't remember the specific thing we were talking about. But I was like, why don't young girls know this information? Like, they should know this at five or six. Sure. Like, there should be a, a little little girls conference, little, you know, where they can go to and yep. then get this information. It's like, because yep. just something as simple as knowing that would just change their, could just change their trajectory and how they see themselves. So with that being said, one of the first things that I would tell my teenage self or any teenage girl for that matter is don't strive for perfection.
0: Mm -hmm. Don't strive for perfection. Mm -hmm. So
1: whether that's the way you look in your work or, you know, in relationships, because it's not going to exist. It's Uh not. That was a big issue that I had. I'm a major perfectionist and it is, it's crippling. And I can look back now and say, man, things weren't that bad or this situation wasn't this, but I was trying to make everything fit the way I saw it should be it's like oh I did my research let me do this perfection don't don't strive for perfection and with that rolling into the next thing enjoying the moment when you're mm-hmm. young that period when you're young it goes by so fast you're gonna be old for a long time I <laughs> know <laughs> and if you eat good and you're active you won't feel as old right. but that that particular period like between your teenage years that adolescent teenagers to like young 20s it's such a short period, and it's yeah. filled with so many opportunities. And not only was I a perfectionist, but I was a workaholic. So I was like, oh, I got to meet this goal cool. by 20, this by 21. I'm doing this by 30. Oh, I'm behind. And the rest of my friends are like, girl, let's hang out. Let's do this. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I'm doing this. I'm talking about two and three jobs. Girl. For what? We doing so pay. much. I'm telling. I was selling Avon. I was doing hair at the house. I was working full-time at, Low- at Home Depot. I was doing it all. And I was like, okay. And I'm calculating, okay, I need this much more dollars. And it took the joy out of a lot of the friendships. And I'm so thankful that those people are still in my life now. They're very patient with me. So when they see this and they hear me talking, they just know I appreciate them because I'm like, who put up with me? But I was yeah, striving yeah. for perfection. I was and I was very, very I'm still very goal oriented, but mm-hmm. to the point that it was a fault where I would if it was between enjoying time with someone and meeting a goal, hey, it's a goal. goal.
0: Yeah. That's like I got
1: it written on my whiteboard. You gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yep. care if it's I don't care if it takes me three months to get to it. You better be there when I get back. And yeah, that's don't do that. Because, you know, you're only going to, because what happens is over time, those friends grow up, they get married, you get married, you have kids, and you'll never have that unique experience like you did at that time where you could travel freely without obligations or without as much responsibilities. So just living in the moment, I mean, still be responsible, of mm-hmm. course, and you can mm-hmm. be wise and make good decisions, but enjoying more of that time, realizing that it's never going to come again.
0: Girl, that is absolute true. I, I really, you know what you pointed, girl. I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, you know what I did. <laughs> I did the same thing. three and four job, and I'll be honest with you. And I said this before on the podcast. Like even now, it is a struggle for me not to work myself to death. I am a workaholic. I mean, it is so bad. Like, I remember with, with my first, when I was in the labor and delivery room, the one thing that was most important on my mind was I, I was a hairstylist um, okay. and makeup as well at the time. And I had some weddings booked and some of my staff was supposed to handle it. And I was going, give me my phone. I got to see if so-and-so made it to the wedding on time. And I got to see, she's got to turn that kit in. And I got to do paperwork. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm trying to push it. Like, that was way too much. So, it's just... I have to stop myself from working myself to death. And I was like that. And, and, and again, I think, you know, there's probably some similarities in our backgrounds to where, you know, we've had some things that we've had to overcome. We had to kind of right. woman up at a young age. And so we know the value of putting our feet forward and supporting ourselves. But right. then so, and that's a good thing because it pushes you to do good things. But then at the same time, you end up doing so much extra and yes. burning yourself so out. Yes. Girl, yes. talk about yeah, the three out. jobs, all <laughs> of that. I did all of that.
1: Oh wow. my goodness, you remind me of myself because you with the working <laughs> when I was doing hair. So imagine now standing on my feet, all that mm-hmm. I did hair with both of my boys and during the pregnancy, and I worked up until I remember. They literally, I came into work one day to get my schedule mm-hmm. because it, at the time I was at a franchise salon. So I came in to get my schedule. I'm walking in there wallet, and my manager would be, she was freaking out. She was like, if your water breaks while you're on this <laughs> shit, I know that's right. Day, don't do this, don't bid. And I was like, I'm fine, I'm <laughs> fine. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not handicapped. I'm just pregnant, you know, whatever. <sighs> and I came in one day to get my schedule, and I was like, where's my hours? Oh. She was like, your due date is in six days
0: (laughs) get out of here
1: (laughs) and that's basically what she said she said get out now I was like no I was like and I'm just fussing I'm like this no you can't do me like that you better give me at least 20 hours and I'm like I'm talking to the other girl I'm like let me take your shift let me take your (laughs) shift I'm like I had six more days she was like no if your water breaks on this floor (laughs) so and now looking back in retrospect I'm like
0: like, what was I doing right?
1: But down somewhere, <laughs> sit down, I won those days. <laughs> that child has not sat down yet since he's been born eight years later. Oh, my but, goodness, you know, you couldn't tell me that then because it was like, mm-hmm. I gotta go, I got a certain amount of money I'm trying to get. Yep, I'm trying to do this, and I wanted to maximize my time out. So, even if that meant I get an extra week before right. coming back, which in the long run didn't mean make that much of a difference, it really didn't, right? But. You couldn't tell me that then. I was, you know, hard-headed. I I was set in my own ways. You couldn't tell me anything.
0: Girl, I... 100%. 100%. So, ladies, we got to work against the tendency to, to work ourselves. And, and that's just what we do. Women, we're doers. You know, we, yeah. we want to go and do and we will push ourselves so hard. So, thank you so much for that. That is just everything that I need to hear. And then some, you know, because I'm sitting here like, okay, I, I need to, wait, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> like, sit down somewhere, sit down somewhere oh my word um okay so i really quick i want to go ahead and get your um your information up to share so um if you can go ahead and give us your website my dear
1: okay so the website for my blog is Mm -hmm. Jella. so g-e-l-a and revamped r-e-v-a-m-p-e-d dot home dot blog
0: all right ladies so we're going to go ahead and take a look see oh there you are just like super cute okay let me just go ahead ladies so if you're watching this on youtube we are going to be doing the screen share now so if you'd like to take a look at angela's website that would be great so here we are um right here on your homepage, and you got this super cute picture of yourself i like those shoes okay Love me the shoes now speaking of shoes though that does remind me of something else because you have another little side hustle you're doing our main hustle <laughs> which is you have a clothing brand.
1: Yes, I have a lot of things that I do. So it's- Now, wait a minute, and I'm
0: sorry to interrupt you, but now, is this you doing too many things? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so...
1: so it's in me, full I do that. Transparency, <laughs> in full transparency, I took a long break, like a long hiatus where I okay. wasn't posting on social media. Like It was like one post a quarter. <laughs> I took a break between blog posts, and I had ideas for the clothing brand, and I just kind of put it on hold. Okay. Went through the winter so everything's kind of kicking up now. I kind of put everything in its proper place. So I know how much time I'm going to devote to each thing so I can kind of steadily build but have it scalable where I'm not burnt out. So mm. this is level this is the level part here.
0: <laughs> I love it. And here you're, your your beautiful little sons here. Here's you with them. This is just beautiful. And I can just see I mean you're you're writing here, you know, you're talking about you know when your journey begins we're like all the way kind of through your blog now. You share some pictures of yourself and this is just great guys. So definitely a great resource just to go ahead and check out. Now um, with that though and again Again, as I'm talking to you, I'm going through all the stuff I do, too, and I'm like, okay, what are I doing? I got a marketable Facebook page, and I'm selling uh, curated items, and then I'm doing this. Da, 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 da. But it sounds like you are doing a really good job of balancing, so I'm going to be picking your brain from time to time to okay. make sure that I am <laughs> staying balanced with mine and not working myself too much. But um, Now, do you have yet a website for your clothing line, or are you is that just on Instagram?
1: Oh, I have a website. So the website is—I'll spell it out for you. Simply S I M P L Y Renee. So R is in red, E is in Edward, N is in Nancy, A is in Apple, E is in Edward, and then E T C. dot com.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it look like I got that right?
1: In my contacts yeah that's it <laughs> that's it okay
0: good oh there it is girl today i'm doing good because usually i have to pause and start again because i can't hardly ever get it upright right the first time beautiful so guys we are on simply renee etc is that mm-hmm. simply Rene, et com, And it says you deserve to feel good and look good to shop now. So you have some things that are available right now, and then you have some other things that, you know, will be coming soon. Now, question with that, though, is what was what inspired you to go ahead and start your clothing brand? Oh,
1: so that's kind of tied back to that perception of stuff. So
0: mm. transparency
1: again. I think I'm in good shape, right? I'm reasonably in good shape. My trainer tells me I'm in good shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the doctor tells me my health is pretty like A1. They're like, oh, you got good health. However, good. we know that after you have a baby, mm-hmm. I don't care how good in shape you are, your body changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went through this struggle where I was like, man, like on one hand, I love the way my body look because I got little hips. You know, I ain't have hips before I got some hips, you know. Or
0: something. Now you're going to have to break that down to me because I lost a little bit of hips. I had that ain't fair. <laughs> no, no,
1: no since, Okay. We're going to put a pin in that. We're going to put a pin in that. We're going to take We're going to come back to that. <laughs> See, so, I was like loving the changes, but I was mm-hmm. like I don't know how to dress this body. And so Got the it. things that I was used to wearing didn't look right on me. It didn't fit right, and then as I was trying to dress the way I should for my body type, my new body type. Mm-hmm. I was like oh, I don't want to dress like this. This is not cute. And so I went through, I won't say a depression, but I just was like pretty down because I'm like the way I dress doesn't reflect how I feel about myself. Mm. And so I've been constantly like over the years, like, hey, I really want to dress the way I see myself, Mm. you know, and then a big thing on top of that, I don't like being uncomfortable. I'm not going to be strapped up. I don't want something pinching me, poking me. If my feet hurt, I'm not, you know, all that. I don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why... If we why does getting dressed up as a woman mean I gotta be uncomfortable? Like I wanna look good, I wanna mm-hmm. step out, mm-hmm. I wanna feel fly, and I'm gonna be comfortable in the process. So that's kind of how I curated. So each thing that's right now I just have dresses on the site. Mm-hmm. Um and today was day one of launch and things have been <gasps> flying. Oh my goodness, like I'm gonna have to oh, put yes. stock um before the end of the week. Cause when I say I guess is it's been well awaited because the sales have been going and I'm thankful for that. So thank you to everyone who's been making today, like wonderful and making purchases, but everything that I'm going to add and that I will be adding is going to be that model. So it's going to be cute, comfortable. And I want it to be that even if you're, however, your body type is, it mm-hmm. still will look good on you. You know, I love nice. that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh,
0: sorry. Um, I love that. And my, my curated line, you know, is that is exactly my goal too. And you said something there when you said, you know, you have, you have some changes, what happens? Because, before having my my babies i felt okay in tight clothes like i felt like that's what i had to wear just like you said you know oh it's as long as it's cute and whatever it's it's tight and, well anyway i shouldn't have been wearing them tighter clothes but that's a whole nother story okay another day. That's but now comfort is like i'm like i don't even want to wear that anymore i want comfort i want something that's going to be flattering and feminine and okay. easy to wear. I'm not trying to take nothing to the dry cleaner, you know Give me some good fabric and your line Definitely embodies that I love the they're simple. They're elegant. They're very flattering on the body I love you in this right here because this is a high-low which you don't see all the time in these long shirt dresses So it's got this unique touch to it kudos girl because this is everything we need
1: Thank you. And that was another thing too. You brought out how they're simple. I wanted pieces that I'm I went through this phase of like a capsule wardrobe, but I mm-hmm. shopped too much so it didn't last long. Truth.
0: <laughs> I still look at don't have me, cause I still be doing
1: it. it's like I'm like a um I'm like a fake capsule wardrobe wearer. <laughs> but I love the idea of it because it was so simple. Like what was mm-hmm. happening is that when it came to get dressed, all oh, my kids would be decked out. They'd be cute from head to toe. And then it's like then it, the energy that it took to get myself dressed and get an outfit, I'm like, oh my goodness, this blouse doesn't go this and I need a blazer for this. And it was just like all these pieces Ugh. trying to put together and one fits and then one fits, but it doesn't go well with that. But I need some, yeah. it was just a fiasco and I'm like, okay, I need to invest in simpler pieces that I can dress up and dress down because I love, I'm a big person where I'm drawn to statement pieces. So
0: mm-hmm, big mm-hmm.
1: patterns, bright colors, these um, you know, very unique hem lines and cuts. And I had a closet full of those. Mm-hmm. And what happens is I'll find these, this cute, these cute pair of pants and they're like bright colored and pattern and this, and I need a certain kind of shirt and I'll never get matches to those items. Yep. And so I would end up giving them away or it's like, I, I never wore it or now I can't fit it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get pieces that are simple that, Hey, you can dress up with a cute little sweater or put a belt on or wear yep. flats or heels or whatever, and really make, at your own so that however you wear it it's not exhausting because that's what it felt like sometimes getting dressed it was like as cute as I like to get dressed up it should not be this much work
0: that's what i'm saying the simplicity and the versatility and you said something there too even just with the comfort and sizing because sometimes you get something and like you said if it's those like you know forever 21s it it doesn't stretch it doesn't give it's very cut to be just that way but something like this it's like okay if you're a little bigger or a little smaller you don't have to go get a new dress you can be up a size or down a size and still wear this you know what i mean um yeah i i really really like this so definitely got check her out at simply okay all right ladies well i have had so much fun with angela today and i'm so thankful for you to sit down with me thank you so much thank you and for having me yes yes and um so then guys um yes just make sure that you connect you can also you know reach out on instagram um her uh, instagram is also linked on both of the websites and the information will be linked to this episode as well all right ladies thank you so much for li- listening to work at mommy have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode all right easy